Hello and welcome to the Sparkle Hour, a fucking awesome podcast for fucking awesome people. I'm your co-host, Michelle Lewis, and along with my wonderful cousin, Nicole Lewis-Keeper, we're going to be talking about mindset, money, and all things awesome. So ladies, if you're ready to have a stronger mindset around yourself and your money, this podcast is for you. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing pretty okay. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there today. Got my, yeah. hot, got my hot tea, a little extra honey in it. So I got my coffee. Yeah. yeah, you need some honey. You need some restoration, right? I, for sure, for sure. We just had a holiday weekend for those who celebrate that specific holiday. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which specific holiday was that? <laughs> um, that would be Easter. <laughs> <laughs> was Passover over? <laughs> I, I'm so bad. You know, I grew up Southern Baptist. What do I know? You yeah, know? <laughs> you did. Yeah, you did. You grew up in the South, so you had to you had to do the church. You know what's so silly? The first, I didn't meet anybody who was Jewish, at least in my knowledge, until I moved to Philadelphia. Really? Yes, and I was such an asshole because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, you know, when it's, uh, when it comes down to what you've been taught about people. Yeah. You can be the most open-minded person you think, but as soon as, you know, the stereotype gets confirmed for you, um, and you're like, okay, well, there's a little bit of truth here. It was just awful. Like I was such an asshole. I was <laughs> because <laughs> I don't, <laughs> but no, it. I learned, no, this is why you need to travel. This is why you need to live other places. So you're exposed to different types of people so that they become a part of your view of the world you know they're not an other anymore exactly but I still have not gotten down the holidays so I'm sorry and I have friends who we call them the Jew crew which they're fine with they love (laughs) in fact they love it they probably self-named I'm guessing they they actually probably did I think they actually called themselves the Jew crew because I was the other (laughs) right many of um, my Jewish friends many of my Jewish friends call themselves the Jew crew as well yes I love it I think it's cute so Mm -hmm. like I'm still bad with the holidays so whatever you were celebrating for this time of year, <laughs> spring equinox and Easter and Passover, um, all, all those things, all those things. We hope that you had a lovely one. Absolutely. We hope that you celebrated with friends and family, that you felt surrounded by loved ones and that you uh, loved yourself in a very um, important way, um, recognizing what your own needs are. Yeah. Yes, we we actually went to the shore um, this weekend to for a little rest and relaxation. So that's exactly what we needed because we don't have family here and we don't really celebrate um, that particular holiday. And so that's what we did, and it was nice because Jason had never been there before. I saw so. some pictures on Facebook, and I saw a gorgeous. I don't know if that was a sunrise or a sunset. I'm guessing a sunset. It was a sunrise because oh, over here on the east coast, the sun rises on the beach. It oh. sets on the other side, so so I get the beach sunset. You get the sunset, yeah, and you yeah. get the sweet sunrise. Yes, that's nice. It's very nice, except for you have to get up really early to see the sun come up <laughs> over the water. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'm so glad you guys had a, I'm glad you guys had a good weekend. We did. We needed it. We needed a, a little break. So oh, and it sure. was, it was an impulsive break, but we took it and I'm glad we did. That is so important. I mean, you know, so much drama comes up in the day to day and, um, 
I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll just like kind of push through and like the drama is like sticking to me, like little shitty fucking bits of Velcro Mm -hmm. and I'm not dealing with them until like, I'm just so weighed down by it. Like, fuck. (laughs) And I crash, you know? And I I wonder if I'm sure there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. There, there does. There does. I think so. And I think you're like spot on. And I don't know, maybe we'll talk about this instead. <laughs> who knows? We just I roll with it. We just roll with it. So I'm like, Ooh, this sounds like a topic. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> it, it's so true because, um, you know, I've been sick with the flu and walking pneumonia in the past month and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there has been a significant family crisis happening in my family of origin. Yeah which has been very difficult for everyone to deal with. And I think difficult for me in particular because I'm an empathic person because of the relationship I've had with this person. And so I thought I was dealing with it by setting boundaries and trying to set limits and to try and stay in my lane. (laughs) Which are all very healthy and super important and well done. Which are new. (laughs) new ways of being in this relationship and in this world. So I thought that was enough. Obviously it was not enough. It's not enough. No, because I still got sick yeah. twice yeah. in really dramatic ways. So um, what I realized is that, like you said, it was all, it was sticky. Mm-hmm. It was sticking to me whether I wanted it to or not. It was yeah. getting at it in a cellular level. Yeah. And between like being in my business and focusing on all the things I need and want to do for my business, mm-hmm. the relationships in my family mm-hmm. and all that, and hoping and wishing for the best outcome for everyone involved, um, too much. And so this week I said, you know, I told Jason, I was like, you know what? I need a change of scenery. Cause sometimes you just need a change of scenery, right? Yes. Um, I like, need, oh. I, you know, I need something. Yeah. What do I need? Now, if anyone has ever met my husband, he's not an impulsive person. (laughs) He's also not a very like, uh, impromptu person. Um, he likes to work up to things. (laughs) So bless his heart. heart. Needless to say, it's very rare that on a, you know, Wednesday we decide to go to the shore for the weekend and particularly a place he's never been because He's like a cat. <laughs> he just likes his territory. <laughs> and so he gets very out of sorts when he's not in his territory. Um, so for him to say yes and for me to ask for it, even though I knew it was going to be hard for him to do, um, and for me to, me to ask for it and also to say, you know what, I don't care what it costs. I want an oceanfront place. I don't give a shit. For me to, to do that and to say I need these things and go for them. Mm-hmm and demand them (laughs) even at the inconvenience of someone else for me that was big but it was absolutely needed because I was crispy yeah and I needed restoration I needed to change the scenery and I needed to do something for myself that was hard for me to ask for so those are big right those are huge and I think what's really interesting about that is I'm guessing Jason probably didn't even think twice about supporting you in your need because you spoke up for yourself and because the relationship that you two have, he loves to support you and help you like do the things that you need to do. Mm -hmm. So while you're in your brain processing, Oh, this is going to be inconvenient for him. This, 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 and this, he's probably going, thank you for asking. Yes, let's do this. You know, 
Yeah. Maybe not those exact words, <laughs> but that sentiment for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he um, he knew I needed it, mm-hmm. and he said, "Yeah, let's do that." He well, first of all, he said, "Let me think about it," because that's who he is in the world, that's which awesome. was fine. And so the next morning, I said, "What did you think about it?" He goes, "Yes, let's do this." And so because I know him. And I know how his anxiety kicks in about things like this. I made sure that everything was set and everything was planned out. And that when we got there and he was <laughs> walking around the place, like he had a, no idea he was like on another planet, which oh. we, we pick on him about this. You know, I know that about my husband and I accepted yeah. it. I love him for it. And so it's like not a thing. And so he helped me plan and prepare and I helped him plan and prepare so I could have this thing I needed, which was hard for me to ask for. And how wonderful that you did take the courage and the time to ask for it and get what you needed and get yourself away for a weekend to, to think and, uh, and not think <laughs> and, you know, and just actually rest and, and restore. That's right. beautiful. It is because I knew it was going to be a purely selfish vacation because it wouldn't be his destination of choice. Um, especially going somewhere new. Um, so from, for it was purely my vacation. It was my trip. And to, to know that and still go for it for me is a new way of being, you know, if it's something we both want to do great, you know, if it's something that he wants to do great and fine, well, within reason, Um, (laughs) I I was married to a reenactor at some point in my life. And so that was like, no, not doing it. (laughs) No more battlefields for me. Um, (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, so nuts oh my but goodness. you know this was I know this is going to be uncomfortable for you I know that this will take some adjustment for you but damn it it's what I need and what I want so I'm going for it and so most people would be surprised that that would be a hard thing for me to ask for yeah most people would be surprised but you know who you are and you continue to evolve and grow as a person because you continue to look within and see what you actually need and being able to use your voice not only just with yourself but with your significant other and being able to express here is something that i really really need and yeah. asking for it and getting it what a concept Right. And so here's, here's, here's like a little, um, saboteur shadowy thing that happened. I'm going to out myself for our listeners to learn something. Mm. So Saturday night I had in my mind what we were going to do, which involved taking a cab to a string of club like bars, like dive bars that I've been to before that I had fun at. Well, he's not a dive bar person. He's really not a cab person. (laughs) Ever. So this thing, this idea I had in my mind for Saturday, when he started to push back on it a little bit, go, I'll just drive. And I'm like, well, why would you do that? I can have one beer and have a good time. And so my little demon monkey in my head is going, well, that's not how I wanted it. I didn't want him to have to worry about driving. I wanted him to be able to have several drinks and be fine. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it wasn't working out the way I thought it should. Mm. And so I started taking it away from myself. Oh, how interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was too much for me to ask for this trip and I just can't be that controlling about what happens within the trip. So I'm just going to forget it. Just forget it. Forget it. Forget it. How'd you fix it? We compromised because he wasn't going to, um, he was fine with driving, but at that point it wasn't 
what I had seen in my mind as far mm -hmm. as what I wanted. Right. And I knew at that point, no matter what, even if we had, even if he said, fine, I'll take the cab and we go down there, it was not going to be what I wanted at that point. Yeah. Because I had already shot it in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> My little saboteur had already run amok. Aren't we funny people? We are funny people, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you can see your shadow kick in and I was like, okay, Nicole, it was really hard for you to ask for this vacation this weekend. Mm-hmm. So now you are shooting yourself in the foot by not letting yourself have these other things or by setting your husband up so he'll say no and he can be the bad guy. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what we did is we talked about, okay, well, what do we want? And I wanted to be able to go have a few orange crushes with my husband without us worrying about how we were going to get home. Yeah. Thank you for driving responsibly or yes. drinking responsibly. Whatever. We're very strict on that. We are very strict on that. Um, being a drug and alcohol counselor in my lifetime is just not something you want to play with. No. So we compromised and we went somewhere where we knew I could get an excellent orange crush that was within walking distance and we had an absolute blast. Yay! Yes. Everybody won! Yes, but I tried to set him up and I tried to take it away from myself. But you caught it. That's the most important part. Because oftentimes we do these things, we let our shadow take over and we don't even pay attention to it. And we just wonder why like this thing that we had planned and all these things that we were looking forward to like fell into the shitter because we mm -hmm. didn't pay attention. But mm -hmm. you paid attention. Like you, you were able to navigate some potential drama by stopping and yeah. paying, paying attention to what the hell was going on and recognizing that in you because yeah. you've been doing the work. Yeah. But right? don't we do that though? Don't we like we, we fight for something and we ask for something out of rebellion. We're like, fuck this. I don't ever get to do what I want to do. So I'm demanding that we go do this. Right. We, we turn into giant toddlers. Yes. And then, and then when someone says, okay, you can have this, you're like, okay, so what other problem can I come up with? Here? Yeah. Wait, I got what I wanted. Now, how do I act like a dick? Yes. How does my <laughs> shadow get to have it say this weekend? And oh my God, I see myself do this. I see my friends do this, mm -hmm. um, where their shadow will just make them pay askings for something that they needed or wanted it's so funny like such funny behavior but it's so common to all of us you know and it's just important to be able to look and recognize it so that we can work side by side and not let um let the dark side take over right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay so here's the third component it's gonna be all about me today y'all just so you know <laughs> not entirely <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> so the third thing is, is that I let my husband take care of some family drama for me. Mm. Ooh, again, new thing. Ask for something, recognize your shadow, and then letting someone support you. How hard is it to ask for and get support, like real support yeah. from your partner, you know, Not, or a friend? Yeah. Not just it, lip service, like actually stepping up to the plate. Yes. So we were out at said bar. <laughs> <laughs> having an orange crush <laughs> and it's almost like there's some kind of universal like bat signal that goes up when I'm having a really good time and I'm relaxed that some drama tries to find me oh hey from the llamas in my life <laughs> <laughs> and so drama lava number one starts mm. sending me Facebook messages that are quite dramatic that would scare anybody else to death but because we're used to this you know um and so he saw my face and he said, what just happened? Because he knows what my face looks like when there's drama. Yeah. And he said, let me take care of that for you. 
And I looked at him like, how is he going to take care of this? <laughs> Show me this magic wand. Show me. <laughs> and he picked up the phone and he typed back in, Nicole is busy. How can I help you with this? This is Jason. <gasps> oh, I'm sending like heart emojis and yeah. heart eye emojis all over the place right now. Yeah, he totally took it off my plate. He managed it. He shut it down because, I mean, who's going to, you know, me, it's one thing to engage with me with drama. For him, it's a whole other story. So the llama gets shut down really fast because that's not what they were asking for, right? Right. They didn't want a sound reason or a solution to the problem. They just wanted someone to listen and commiserate. Um, So he completely shut it down in the nicest, kindest, kindest of ways with an actual solution to the problem. Oh, and kept me out of the whole thing. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) And it worked. That is so loving on every level. I love it. Yeah. So big lessons over the weekend for recognizing when you just need a break uh, and um, asking for it, Mm -hmm. letting it happen. Then fight in your damn shadow so it doesn't sabotage the whole damn thing. Yeah. And then allowing for real, true, meaningful, meaningful support to let it happen, you know, to have a good weekend. So it's quite profound. So have you seen yourself in your life, Michelle, ask for something that you need or want, but then start to take it away from the person trying to give it to you? Yes. <laughs> Is this something you even wanted to talk about today? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. It happens, right? It does. It happens. And it's only because like we're so used to a certain pattern of behavior that we've um, either fallen into early on and just continued perpetuating the cycle over and over and over again, you know, insert different players, but they, they each have a role that we, we make them fulfill for us, right? Um, be my bad guy or be the person that I can... Um, that I can be the bad guy, right? So that I can't have my success, that I can't have my joy, um, that I that I claim that I want so deeply. Um, but once I go to pursue it, then all of a sudden I'm finding ways to trip myself up. Shadow behavior, if you will, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, so for me, I think probably the the biggest one right now, the one that I um, am most involved in is my love life because I've always wanted, I mean, who hasn't wanted to be loved and to be able to pour their love into somebody and have that reciprocated? Like, who doesn't want that? Um, and uh, as a woman of a certain age, <laughs> <laughs> the awesome, sparkly, awesome of age, super, super golden age. <laughs> Um, it can get challenging, you know, to be single at, at this age and, um, you know, for a long time, like I just kept looking for love in all the wrong places to borrow a really crappy song line. Sorry. (laughs) It is so sorry. It's a good good country song title, right? If you love that song, I apologize. It's, (laughs) It's not my favorite, but, um, yeah, so when I finally fell in love with this most amazing man, and you know, we just recently celebrated our four-year anniversary, which yay. I know, yay! Um, I mean, to me, that's a huge deal. I've never ever allowed myself to be in a loving relationship for that long, which is crazy pants. Um, but mostly because I was looking, like I said, in all the wrong places, and either. Um, 
getting connected with, you know, a good person who, um, I wouldn't allow myself to, <laughs> to enjoy that or picking like shitheads <laughs> because that fit my narrative better. Yeah. Um, that was something that I, um, didn't love, but was more comfortable with because I knew it. Um, so now here I am in this like awesome relationship with this amazing person who like checks off all my boxes for like how to be the perfect person. <laughs> if I can just gush and yeah. brag a minute, he's, yeah, he's, he's amazing. So, he's amazing. Right. He's so good. Mm-hmm. And, um, I still find myself trying to trip that up from time to time and allowing myself to um, kind of get stuck in a little bit of drama that isn't necessarily of my own device, but I sure can play into it, you know, and I can sure let myself um, feel bad about, you know, things that I have zero control over. Um, it's super weird. It's super weird. And I love that I'm actually finally starting to recognize it, you yeah. know, so that I can start breaking that pattern and actually enjoy this wonderful relationship and see it grow and change because it changes my outlook for everybody. You know, I'm a lot more pleasant to be around because I'm getting my needs met and I'm allowing myself to meet other needs too. So. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's so hard when, when you, um, when you're so used to a certain way of being in the world, like having that particular role in relationship, whether it's with the shitheads, like you're like, well, at least this is familiar, you know, familiar. Yeah. I get to be the fixer or I get to, I get to control, you know, the amount of, um, you know, conflict I have in my life, you know, or or abuse, if you will, I'm, I'm going to control it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to allow this person, um, that I still, I can still kind of manage, you know, yeah. in my life though. And I'll be the one to control things or I'll be the fixer or whatever it is. Um, we get so stuck in patterns of behaviors and there's ruts that we don't know how to break out of them or we don't recognize, you know, where we're at in our role in it basically, because we put ourselves in most of the situations that we are in, I'm not saying all of them because there's a certain amount of life that happens, but a lot of it, we do put ourselves there because we are having some kind of role we need to play out there. Right. Um, And so acknowledging it, that it's a thing. I mean, how many people, you know, they can't even get to acknowledge that this is an actual thing, right? Yeah. And then, then be able to accept that it's okay because you're human shit happened and Mm -hmm. so you're dealing with it Mm -hmm. and then to be able to recognize it without too much (laughs) self-judgment we're still human so that you know there's an option to change it because when you can acknowledge something and see it and be less judgmental of it you have options 100 percent true and i mean that first huge step of just starting to step back and recognize that hey you're recreating a pattern here that you say you don't want to be in so own your responsibility, own your part of this. And now instead of judging and bashing yourself and saying, Oh no, no, I'm a bad person. No, you're just a person. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're just a person. So here's your issue. Let's look at the issue and see how we can fix the issue. Not the person. The person is just fine. The person's fine. It's the issue that you want to deal with. So let's, let's start there. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So when you can start to kind of release that a little bit and acknowledge it, you cut it off faster. 
you let that other person actually do some of the, the, the emotional lifting that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, you allow them to have a little bit of spontaneity and control, you know, mm-hmm. as far as what happens. And yeah. then you get to go on all these amazing adventures, right? Exactly. And you get to discover life together. Um, you get to discover life about yourself, like what, what you really want, what you really need, um, how you get to contribute to this world in a positive way, like how you get to, I mean, how you sparkle, how you shine, how you not hide your light and you let it be a beacon to others and you get to contribute in such a positive, beautiful way. And you can't do that when you're too busy being stuck in your shit. Yeah, you know, know? you're too busy um, letting drama stick to you, like getting yourself weighed down and everything. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't put the good out there if you're too busy, like just being stuck in your shit. Mm -hmm. So figure out what your shit is, (laughs) how to get out of it, like manage it. It's important to do. And there's so many professionals out here wanting to help you do that. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Yes, to help to shine a light on your shadow. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. help you figure this out. Um, and if if it's difficult for you to ask for what you need and want, and truly believe that it's going to be given to you mm-hmm. by someone that you love and in a commitment committed relationship to, mm-hmm. that's that's a spotlight that you need to, uh, shining on a deeper issue. You know yeah. that. Um, if I can't get this from Jason, who I know is my biggest fan in the world, you know, ever in life Aww. and would fight, you know, he will defend me to, you know, the end of the world back. If I don't believe I can get that from him and feel guilty or feel weird about asking for it and then try and take it away from myself, that's going to affect everything. It's going to affect my business. It's going to affect mm-hmm. my money. It's going to affect my health, you know? So it really yeah. is a bigger issue about allowing. It is. It's all about allowing and I mean, truly, it, I, I get the, the image of if you're a, uh, like a Peanuts fan, like the comic strip Peanuts, I always got pissed off like when poor Charlie Brown and Lucy are trying to do football and every goddamn time <laughs> that bitch, <laughs> she holds the football and convinces Charlie Brown that this time you're finally going to get to punt it. And she snatches it out away from him every single time. And God bless Charlie Brown. Like, I'm so Charlie Brown, (laughs) you know, that I I keep believing and keep hoping that this time it's going to be, this time it's going to be. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how many times that football gets pulled away from poor little Charlie Brown. Lucy, you're a little bitch. (laughs) I'm calling you out, little peanut. That's true. Well, And there's, there's also like, what would the solution be for a Charlie Brown? The like, solution would be you can't change Lucy. Lucy's going to pull change. the ball. She's going to, and she's going to laugh and you're going to fall on your ass mm-hmm. and she's going to just like shake her head like dummy, you know? Yeah. You, oh, I'm sorry. You blockhead. I think you blockhead. that's what she, what she called him. Um, yeah. So Charlie Brown could have someone else hold the football because mm-hmm. Lucy's going to be Lucy. Yep. And, and to my girlfriends who are named Lucy, I do not think you are a bitch. <laughs> um, but that little peanut she's something else yeah charlie brown could have someone else hold the ball for him 
Yeah, you can't change other people's behavior. You only can't. change how you engage with them. So he could go find a new ball holder. <laughs> he could. <laughs> a new holder of balls. I bet Linus would do a damn good job. I bet Linus would hold the hell out of that ball for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got his sweet security blanket in one hand and hold the football in his other and Charlie Brown would punt the shit out of that ball. Yeah, yeah. or put your own damn ball. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like you could just drop kick it, right? You could, but it's nice to have support, right? <laughs> so much nicer to have support. Yeah, it, it totally is. And, and to allow for it. And that's yeah. the hard part. And I feel like, you know, I'm 46 and... Just a baby. I'm late in life to these lessons. You know, mm. honestly... I feel like I'm late in life to these lessons. And so that's why I feel like I'm in it. And so these, these experiences and these, this commentary, you know, it's, it's part of my life and how my life is evolving. And if I can teach one person one thing by talking about it, then, you know, hell, they can learn it earlier than I did because I I feel really late to life and learning these things. Yeah, but here's the cool thing and a a quick little reframe for that, because as long as you're alive and as long as you're learning, you're never too late. This is true. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when we stop learning, we stop living. So it doesn't doesn't matter at what point we we pick up the mantle and start taking on the lessons and and being willing. And, you know, it's another thing too, like, whatever point in life we're at where we start to take a look in that mirror and look at those deeper, darker issues, like that takes incredible bravery. Like it really does. Mm -hmm. It does. So if it took 46 years to build up the courage to deal with your shit, if it took 50 years to look in the mirror and bring up the courage to deal with your shit, it doesn't matter. Um, It's the point is that you're doing it. And yeah. our listeners are doing it at whatever age and stage you're in. Like, Yes. So we are teaching mm-hmm. by sparkling that shit out yeah. on live. <laughs> well, not, live <laughs> not, not live, but pretty revealed, you know, in a revealed way. Yeah. So um, that people can learn how to sparkle their own shit out and watching yeah. us do it. Because this is... It's real this life, is, y'all. This is real life. Full on, full on, like my friend Angela says, full on recovery, live and in, you know, in motion. So yeah. we're, we're in the process because I mean, we're just in it. We're just in yeah. it. We're <laughs> in it and we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the way that we win it. It's very, very true. <laughs> so, you know, Easter, Passover, all these, these holidays are about resurrection and restoration and mm-hmm. renewal and new renewal, life. Renewal. So um, these are definitely lessons for renewal and new life and picking how you, how you want your life to be each and every day, each and every morning. You know, how do I want my life to be? I want boundaries. I want someone who loves me, who'll support me, and I want to let him do it. Yeah. I want, I want to be vulnerable and know that my safety net is still there to catch me. I want to know that, um, I can have crazy ideas and, and pursue them and see how far they take me and and where they lead to Mm -hmm. and, and, and not be afraid of, you know, any possible outcome on that, but just absolutely push through and, and see what's on the other side. Cause I know there's some fucking awesome stuff on the other side. Right. And I, I'm not content to stay on the sidelines anymore. Nope. 
Me neither. No nope. sidelines. <laughs> no, I'm going to be in the damn parade this time. I don't mm-hmm. need to be on the side just cheering. Oh, I think we got our float. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the float. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Sparkly crowns and all. Yeah, just got to get the queen wave down. It's just like elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist, elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. Yeah. See, my, my, my favorite idea of this float would be, um, us on the float and us dragging everybody up on it with us. Oh my God. Yes. And speaking of drag, can we, can we have a whole bunch of drag queens on the float with us? Absolutely. Yes, please. Dance girl. Dance. Yes. We love, we love sparkle. All, all sparkle all in all of, of its forms. We love it. We love you guys too. (laughs) Absolutely. And so, yeah, thank you for letting me have like a little therapy session. Thank you for having one with me. That was rad. (laughs) That was so rad. I hope it was helpful and I hope it'll help you uh, recognize when and how you can get your needs met and let them be and let support happen for you. Absolutely. Because you know what? You are worthy and deserving of good things. Drop the mic. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sparkle Hour with Nicole Lewis-Kieber and Michelle Lewis today. And we love you guys to pieces. We hope that you will uh, reach out and comment, ask questions on our Facebook page, The Sparkle Hour. And you can also check us out on our website, thesparklehour.com. We love to hear back from you. We love hearing suggestions. It's super fun. And we definitely want to address any questions or needs that you have specifically. Yeah. Yes. Love it. (laughs) Reach out. We want to hear from you. We sure do. Um, All right. Thanks, you guys. We'll catch you next time. See you next time. Bye. And when in doubt, sparkle that shit out. Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Sparkle Hour. To learn more about any of the topics we've discussed today, please visit our website at thesparklehour.com. This is Nicole Lewis-Kieber. We'll see you all in the next show. And remember, when in doubt, sparkle that shit out. <laughs>